0: Hello, hello, hello! Hey. Welcome to the Talk Fast hey. podcast uh, with a very special guest Sophie Darling.
1: Hey.
0: That way, Hi. Uh, and we also, of course, me Snowflame thirteen, Creepy Nico underscore thirteen, and uh, Dusty Amzos. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, apologies hello. for the <laughs> apologies for the lateness for those that are listening and watching live. Um. <laughs> Let's just say we were hit by an asteroid and move on with our lives. Um. So. <laughs> so um, Sophie, the the very special guest of this episode. Um. So all the attention is going to be on you. That's why you're in the middle of the screen. Um. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So um, what we'll do? We'll we'll get to know you a little bit before we ask any anything major and, and deep and philosophical, Um, uh, where are you from and what age are you?
1: Uh, I am, oh god that's a hard question. Where Originally <laughs> where am I from? Like yeah. where was I born? Yeah, where do you consider your home? I was born in Warrington. Oh well yeah, yeah I would consider England my home. Well no I'd consider Bangor my home but I was born in Warrington in England. And I'm 26 years old so
2: as a twitch streamer what can people expect to see on your channel like if someone that doesn't know anything about you like we do what 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 do you describe your channel
1: what's going on there oh how I describe my channel chaotically wholesome because there's always chaos it, it, there's always something going wrong I always break the game that I'm playing somehow I don't know how I do it but I do um <laughs> And then there's a lot of swearing. For someone so small, I swear a lot. Yep. I think
3: that might just be the Irish in us, maybe, because I think every one of us swore. Like... It could
0: be. <laughs> when you, I mean, when you say... I always
1: get told it's
3: excessive. <laughs> Do you, I, I, I wouldn't say you're excessive swearing. I've been in a lot of your streams, and I wouldn't say it's excessive.
1: <laughs> I I think it's a lot because a lot of my streamers that watch me are from England, so I think for them it's excessive. But oh, like, okay. what are we not with my dad's. My dad's will swear as much as me. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> my like, dad swears in every sentence.
2: <laughs> I think it's just it's natural to us to swear. It's like really ingrained in our you know everyday life. It's just normal for people to swear. So when you go somewhere that's not In Northern Ireland, it's just like, why are you swearing so much? Why do you have to say this after everything (laughs) that you said? Um, I
3: think mine's a form of rebellion because we were not allowed to swear when we were younger. Like, even say shit or anything, or Jesus, we were not allowed to swear at all. So now I think I've just been let out, so I'm like, go mad. (laughs) Yeah. Just word vomit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I can't stop. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> um when <laughs> did you start streaming Sophie and what was the reason behind it I would like to know
1: um so I th- started streaming I think it was the 27th of October and th- there wasn't like a specific reason you know how like you'll always have people being like oh I streamed because I wanted to like bring positivity and everything to people and I was just like I'm in lockdown. I can't see my boyfriend. I'm bored. Um, I have to buy a webcam and a mic for all my PhD stuff. Streaming's always something that I thought I would enjoy doing because I talk shites while I'm playing games anyway. So I thought, why not give it a go? There's nothing to lose by giving it a go, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah, you know, I can just delete it all and it never existed, and no one will ever know. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's how um, it happened that um, like, that, that, That's how I made a YouTube At 16 was like I can delete the evidence And no one will know it ever was here
2: It's always on the internet forever though <laughs>
3: yeah. I think it's a All bit late now <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's a bit late now Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn it.
3: You've got a big following For the evidence Like <laughs>
0: Oh, um, so curse
1: my charm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when I we know why you, why you started. What what's your overall goals when it comes to streaming?
1: See, I don't really plan anything. I'm just sort of considering. I'm such like an anxious being. I am always stressed, and everything has to be meticulously planned. But with Twitch, I kind of just change things up when I want to I don't really plan ahead I think overall I'd love to hit partner I would one day eventually love to hit that goal but for me it's not like a make or break thing it's not like I plan to hit this in this year and if I don't hit it then I'm done it's more Mm. if it happens it happens and that's fantastic it's an overall plan but I mean, if it takes a year or it takes four years, it's something I'm always going to continually work towards. Yeah.
2: So you have 1.4K followers at the moment. I <laughs> uh, just had to put that in <laughs> there. Uh, 1.4K followers.
1: Tell That's us, insane. Tell us a little it. bit about
2: your community. We, we're, in, we're in the community. Yeah. We know about it. But for the people that don't know, tell us about your community and how long it took for you to actually build it up.
1: Oh... So this is it, this might be a little bit of a rant going back to when I first started streaming, and, and I'm going to be brutally honest. Um, so followers, as much as like achieving what 1.4k is an amazing, amazing achievement, followers are not to be all and end all of Twitch. Like what you want is viewers, and if you have a tight knit community of viewers, that is worth so much more than how many followers you have. Um my followers have amassed so much um because people will raid you, you'll get big raids and people come in, they'll drop you a follow to support you, but you'll never see them again. Yeah. Mm. And it's the same with TikTok. Everybody preaches about TikTok being like this big viral thing, and it's great. But you have a video go viral, everybody suddenly um starts dropping you follows, but you'll never see them. Yeah. So like it builds up your followers really quickly but your average is still quite low because you're still trying to build up like a genuine community. And when I started in like November, I, had a, I did get involved with another Discord and it took me a while to realize, unfortunately, that Discord was a support for support Discord. And I think subconsciously I was aware of it, but I was benefiting from it. So it was like, well, so I had members of my own community, but I was also getting views from this community too because I was supporting them. And then when support fell through because of um, PhD and like work commitments and moving, and I just didn't have the time to support people, um, those people stopped coming around, my views dropped and that's perfectly fine because when I saw things were going negatively with this other Discord, uh, with how they had treated other people in the past, I had a sneaking suspicion that something similar might happen to me. Um, so I made my own discord. I started working a lot more on networking. I used to shout out their discord all the time. I stopped doing that. I started focusing on building up my own brand, my own reputation, building up. My little community and you know, they're, they're such a lovely, genuine bunch. They are so, you know, you guys are in it, Thank <laughs> um, you. but they're so kind. <laughs> They're so, you're welcome, <laughs> so generous. Um, and it, it's one of those where like, I could be having the worst day possible and they always know what to say to make me feel better. And it, I know they're genuinely there for me because I don't have the time to support people as much as I would love to. I'd love to be in everyone's streams, but I do a PhD full-time, I don't have time. And then my evenings are spent with my partner you you know it's just you're torn in like four different directions um so it's one of those where um i know that no matter what i'm doing what i'm playing that people are showing up because they genuinely enjoy what i'm producing and i've always said to my community i don't want you to be here supporting me because i'm supportive because support falters people have a real life people have you know you can't predict what's going to come up in your life, you know. Um, Jesus, you could get hit by a bus tomorrow and you can't go and support people on Twitch because you're in the bloody hospital. (laughs) So are you supposed to like penalize people for that? You know, like it just seems stupid. So it's, it's, I don't, I want people to enjoy being in my streams. I want it to be a fun place that people can relax and forget about any troubles or struggles that they're going through. And just have fun rather than feeling pressured that they have to be there because they need to support me because they're in my Discord or support others in the Discord because there's a support channel. And again, that was why I got rid of that support channel, because I didn't think it was fair penalizing people for having a life. Yeah. And it's one of those whenever anybody apologizes to me, I'm like, stop it. Like, it, it's fine. Don't apologize to me. Enjoy yourselves. It's it's cool. Like, Pearl it's humans. honestly fine.
2: We're all yeah. humans with lives. Like, it's like Twitch is not, you know, yeah. there. Mm-hmm. But your Discord, I've noticed, is, like, one of the most active that I've ever seen. Like, yeah. literally, the guys are... Your mods are amazing. The
1: they're, guys, they're, a, they're a great bunch, aren't they? Yeah,
2: they're lovely. Lovely people.
1: <laughs> two two of the mods are... Um, bless them. They try their best, but uh, Tin just got a new job. So he Aww. is trying to still figure out a healthy balance between um, working, actually being able to see his friends again. And he's also making a comeback to streaming himself. So he's trying to figure all that out while trying to be active in my Discord. I'm just like, dude, if you can't be active, it's fine. Just like chill, you're okay. <laughs> and then Chris does bar bar work. Um, so he works really, really late at night. So he's usually sleeping in the daytime. So by the time he can get on and be active, he then got to go to work so again it's it's one of those where they're a great bunch they try to be as active as they can and, that, and that's all you can really ask for definitely yeah. well it's yeah. working
2: anyway because whenever you go into your discord it's just you can just <laughs> feel the love
1: <laughs> oh the whole really vibe yeah. oh it's such good vibes like
2: oh uh,
0: well, well
1: everyone in there like they're, they're so just nice so lovely
3: yeah
0: to um to bring it down from the good vibes let's talk about something a little bit more um downbeat uh so <laughs> there's uh there's been a few instances where people have been negative to you for standing up for uh female streamer streamers. How do you deal with things like that?
1: I tell them to go fuck themselves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <exactly Yeah>. <laughs> Like, uh, like, go! Like, go if, if you're gonna come for me and attack me for standing up for women and empowering women when we do have it difficult on this platform, yeah, go fuck yourself. I'm not. I'm not gonna pamper to you. I'm not going to. I I have gone through a stage of trying to like engage with these people and try and give them my perspective, but they are so adamant that they are right and that not all men. And I'm like, I get it. We know it's not all men. But by using that phrase, you're invalidating my voice and my experience. Listen to me when I'm telling you what I'm dealing with. Look at what the behavior that is happening on Twitch. I'm not saying all men, I'm using men as a summarizing term, which is what I did in that video that went yep. viral and pissed people off. <laughs> um, well, not everybody, a lot. Like, there were so many women and even men that agreed with what I was saying, and it's Bitten. just a handful that took it the wrong way. I lost friends because of that video. I lost, um, I was active in a Discord community that I have since had to leave because I got into an argument with the leader of that Discord. I'm not going to be a petty individual. Um, He did an interview not that long ago and named me on stream, and I'm not going to do that because I have uh, some sense of morality and common decency, and I'm not that type of person. But he was a friend of mine and i did lose a friend through that and that was the most it wasn't necessarily how he reacted it was more losing a friend that hurt me more than anything and then losing other friends because they chose to take his side and the narrative has been twisted that he was advocating for men's rights and i attacked him and i went viral for attacking him which you know it was the other way around his video was attacking me and claiming that I was using uh, female empowerment as a means of getting views and I'm like, but I am female and I am empowered. So why can't I talk about it? Why can't I preach about it? Why is it this thing that that we know it happens, but as women, we're not allowed to talk about it when it impacts us?
2: i hate that whole thing of like oh you're just using it for views or you're stealing views because you're talking about it. it's like no we're not stealing no, views. No. the views were never yours no, no shut the fuck
1: up
0: and also <laughs> we're
1: not we're not stealing views when
0: yeah I, I was just gonna say also i mean even you can using anything to get views is as valid as using anything else so even if you were doing a purity to get views that's as valid as playing <laughs> minecraft because it gets views it's no it makes no difference how mm-hmm. or why you do something, as long as you're not just spewing shit that you don't actually believe and you're actually talking from the heart. Then what the fuck does it matter? Oh, a
1: hundred percent. Yeah, I I have been open and honest. Uh, because I'm 26 years old and I can admit when I've made a mistake. Oh, I've talked you. about this on stream that um the whole hot tub debate and um booby streamers. When I first started on Twitch, I didn't agree with that. I was so adamantly against it. And then it was only a couple of months ago that I sat back reevaluated why I was against it. And I was like, it's not actually what they're doing. It stems from a source of jealousy because it was like, well, they're getting views and I'm not growing as much. And why do I have to do that to grow? And it's like, no, they're just smart marketing It's smart marketing their viewers are there for that content. Their viewers are not going to come and watch me play The Last of Us because they're not there for The Last of Us. They're there for boobies. And that's fine. That If, if that's what people want to stream, I think people need to accept that it's still a valid form of streaming. It's just not the content that we produce. And I don't think anyone should be dragging down women for what they choose to do. And on the other side of that, like we all know about Amaranth and Indie Fox being banned uh, because of their data streams. There is a line. (laughs) And um, unfortunately, those who did cross the line, it was um, breaking terms of service. Um, But I think if you're going to stream and you've got cleavage or you're streaming in a hot tub, people should still give you a sense of decency and respect. They shouldn't be using that as a means of dragging down that woman, but also using that to drag down other female streamers. I I, I just, yeah. yeah, regardless, I don't think women should be silent on these issues. And if I can use my platform as a way of encouraging women to talk about these issues by also talking about them and telling people to shut the fuck up when they disagree with me, then hopefully um, it, it just, it, it boosts women up and gives them the confidence that they need to be like, okay, because, because there's this kind of stigma that if I talk about it, my male viewers are gonna like not watch me anymore. They're gonna turn against me. Most of my community is men and they like the fact that I'm a strong, empowered woman and I don't take any shit. They admire that in me because you, you it's, it's like that cliche phrase, your vibe attracts your tribe. I'm mm-hmm. not going to attract misogynists because then they're, <laughs> they're not going to last long in my chat because they're going to get banned. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So um, it, it, it's just, I don't, I don't have the time or the patience to listen to people trying to belittle women. Or, um, you know, we're not even in the top 1% of Twitch. We're not in the top 5% of earners. But yet women steal views. Women, uh, we bring sexual harassment on ourselves for what we wear. And I was like, wow, that is such a misogynistic statement. I don't even know where to begin to unpack it. Clearly, there's some deep-rooted issues that me, us two having a dialogue, is not going to change the situation. Therefore, I'm going to remove you from having a voice on my platform because I don't think that's okay for anyone else to witness that. And frankly, I don't wanna deal with it because no matter what I say, it's just, it's like talking to a brick wall.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, it is Pride Month. So um, yeah. that segues into what I was gonna ask you. Um, you know, me, you, we're bisexual. Yeah. Bisexual women in Pride. Um, how do you cope with the conversations about sexuality on your stream? Do, do you think it pops up often or not often enough?
1: It really doesn't pop up often enough. Um, I don't know if it stems from the fact that I am bisexual, but I am in a heterosexual relationship. So the issue being is when you're a bisexual woman in a heterosexual relationship, there is an automatic assumption that you are straight. Um, So I do feel like a lot of that doesn't pop up because they know me and Rob are together. So they automatically go, well, she's not. She's not. and it's like, but I am. So I, I don't think there's been much room to discuss it. Uh, we've had a few discussions with um, amazing games like Bugsnatz, where they feature like an open um, gay couple and non-binary, um, non-binary characters. And I, 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 it's always a wonderful game. It's, it's disturbing, but I would recommend yeah. everyone to play it. I have seen Tenfoil play it, and I was like, what oh. is this nightmare feel? What okay. is happening? it's great but at the same time it's like what the fuck is this (laughs) um but we've had conversations when when the topics come up but frankly the only time it's really come up is when i've had a few homophobic comments like people trolls have clearly found me through the lgbtqi and they're spamming like oh, well, um, I fantasize about having sex with men, but I'm not gay. And like clearly stuff that's like trying to bait you to say something that they can then start making derogatory comments about. Yeah. Far um, that, I've been quite lucky. But I do think that luck stems from the fact that it's not really in my bio. Um, I do have LGBTQI in my thing. And if anyone asks me, I'm more than happy to talk about it. But the reason it's not in my bio is because I don't, as much as like I am a huge advocate for being who you are, I don't really think I need to label myself as like, I'm a bisexual streamer. You know, mm-hmm. I'm labeling what my content is. My content doesn't really talk about my sexuality. Um, so I don't think, I, I, I feel like it might be a little bit misleading if I use bisexuality because people might think, oh, I'm joining her and she's gonna talk about her sexuality and, um, her struggles and things like that. And because I don't do that, I'm a bit like, okay, I'm not going to use it. I'll just, you know, if it comes up, I'll talk about it. Uh, there's no shame there. But I'm, I'm probably more open on social, other social media platforms than I would be on Twitch. Yeah. Just because it, it, if it doesn't come up, I'm not going to shoehorn it in. No, Yeah. It's no point. Okay. Um, it's, um, sorry, do you no, want? No, you go ahead. Um, I, I'm
3: pansexual and it came up on stream one time um, obviously because I'm in a relationship mm. with a man, um, we, we kind of feel a little guilt. I don't know if it's everybody, but um, you feel a little bit guilty for kind of s- supporting that community because you feel like you shouldn't belong there or you haven't seen the struggles that some other people have. Yeah. But that is a big, big, massive misconception and you shouldn't feel that guilt, but some people still do. Even no. if you're
1: bisexual
3: or pansexual,
1: it it, it stems into like um, because pansexuality and bisexuality are very very similar. There's um very few differences. There's actually very few differences between them. They're pretty much yeah. the same thing. Um, but obviously a lot of people use bisexuality to apply to more like uh being attracted to cis rather than being attracted to uh, um, anybody regardless. Um, But obviously, they're they're very alike. (laughs) There's not not really much of a difference between them. Um, So the erasure of bisexuality and pansexuality is such a common thing especially i i think especially um i I was gonna say among women but that's not even true like i know bisexual men that have basically been told but you're dating a woman Mm -hmm. so you're not gay or but you're dating a man how can you like women and it's such like a disgusting stereotype and i mean my parents are amazing but even my mom was very confused she was like does this mean you're gonna um, bring a woman into the relationship? Does this mean you're gonna leave Rob for a woman? And I'm like, no. I was like, I'm not polyamorous. That's a different, it's a different <laughs> kettle of fish. I'm bisexual. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to cheat on Rob because that's not who I am as a person. Um, but if me and Rob broke up and I decided to date a woman, that's perfectly okay because that's who what my sexuality is. And there was um. A TikTok video I watched, and uh, I mean, it, it's on my Twitter. It's absolutely disgusting. Oh, uh, did you see that? I hear
2: it. I hate yeah. it so yeah. much.
1: So, so the gist of this video is this comedian going, "I'm a straight white bisexual girl, and I'm gonna make pride all about me." Yeah. And she's going through all these misconceptions. I then found out she's bisexual herself, and I was like, "Why would you use your platform to drag down?" other women drag down bisexuality and make it look like a stereotype that we're constantly misre- misrepresented as that's some internalized biphobia right there yeah, because absolutely. she's like it's a joke it's satire. And i'm like it's not a joke if you're dragging down other people to make others laugh and the amount of biphobic comments in on her video that she was liking as well mm-hmm. and i was like you are a heinous individual do not be making fun of your own sexuality, like, yes, we can all joke at our own sexuality, but I mean, to come out with these, um, oh, I'm dating a straight man, look at me, therefore I can't, like, it, it was just like, playing off these, hot, you know, these statements that we've all heard, these generic statements that, oh, well, you can't like women, or you're not get, or you don't look like you like women, or you're not gay yeah. enough, and it's like, wow, like, how judgmental do you want to be? Clearly, these stereotypes are so ingrained in your head that you're not even realizing that what you're saying is, bipho- is, is biphobic. It is It's like, a yeah. erasure of our identity, and it's... it was targeted at women specifically. Yep.
2: It's insane. And like I was, I, I was gonna comment like, "There's no book on how to be gay. <laughs> Stop it." yeah no
3: the, the, there's, there's no not like ha-
1: it's not like when you discover your identity they give you a handbook and go yeah. well here you go this is how to be a functioning yeah. bisexual or pansexual or gay or lesbian yeah, it's, it's know, not like you know once you come out as bi or gay
2: or whatever you get like a letter like fucking harry potter and it's
1: like <laughs> <"Yeah>, you're, <laughs> gay. <is> cool, <laughs> you're gonna learn everything you're a gay harry I'm a what? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it, it's, 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 um, it's, yes, obviously, there's a handbook for being heterosexual, because, you know, we live in a heteronormative society. Um, you know, I, I, my part of my PhD is like queer theory. So not necessarily sexuality, but it looks at more the toxicity of traditional concepts of masculinity, mm-hmm. through like gender socialization and everything on Irish men, because Irish men have been... Notoriously stereotyped in a negative sense as either um, uneducated, drunks, violent, uh, bad fathers. And the work that I do is, um, yes, it's based on literature, but also it uses like sociological reports from like schools and ed- um, on education. And it looks at trying to correct those stereotypes that have been mostly presented by. Uh, newspapers and media sources during the Troubles which has then lingered on and it's an absolute disgusting representation but it comes back to this um you know like there's there's meant to be like a handbook and you know the handbook is heterosexuality because it's seen as the norm but the thing is it's not the norm it's only the norm because it's been socialized into us that um a man and a woman make a baby and that's fine and that's how society works and um that that it's socially learned, it's ingrained. If you go back into like ancient history, you find third genders, you find uh unions between men. Bloody the the Protestants celebrate um the twelfth of July and there's letters proving that King Billy's gay. Yeah. I was literally about to say that and I was like, Yeah, he was a flaming. He was a flaming homosexual <laughs> and that's why they had no kids. Yeah. So I mean, the fact that like LGBT is such a serious issue over in Northern Ireland as well, it just makes me laugh because I'm like, the Unionists are so against (laughs) gay marriage and loving who we love, but the very king that they celebrate was having it off with as many men as he could. (laughs) So I mean, get with the program, enjoy yourselves, educate yourselves. I, I oh. think it stems a lot from like religion because religion's taken so die hard over here that it, it's just, man, it, it, it's it's a nightmare, isn't it? They do. This little country is amazing, don't get me wrong, but oh, there yeah. is some detrimental things over here that you're just like, what? Mighty fucked up. And yeah, some part's like... we're, we're still <laughs> yeah. like
3: way behind. Like Like gay marriage was only what, legal last year? legal last year northern ireland which is
1: yeah. mad it's been a year and same with the decriminalization of abortion abortion yeah fun fact the guy that put forward the the uh the legalization of gay marriage Conor McGinn, actually lives across from my mum and dad oh wow <laughs> <laughs> he's actually lives across from them and i was like i should put like a letter for his door and be like thank you for standing up for us <laughs> Thank, Thank you for you. finally giving us that, our that rights. A weird.
3: <laughs> um, you were talking about your PhD earlier. Um, how do you kind of find like the balance in your streaming commitments? So like obviously your streaming, your Discord, your community nights with your PhD and your personal life. Like that that that's quite hard. I don't know how. <laughs> I
1: I I don't balance it, that's the thing. <laughs> What's the reason, you do? reason I'm so <laughs> you do it well. is because uh, my PhD my has been kind of put in the background for a bit because of Twitch and then I went oh shit I have an <laughs> assessment that I need to do and I haven't really been doing as much as I should have been doing. Um, in all honesty I've I, I know everybody's like keep a consistent schedule and yeah consistency is great but you have to change things. If stuff comes up, Mm -hmm. you can't continue to keep a schedule if it's not going to work for you long term. So I mean, well, I took a week's break, because I needed time away because I just I had too much to do this week. Um, uh, I had too much to do. I couldn't quite I wasn't right in, in the headspace to stream. And I was in that kind of headspace where I was like, if someone brings up the PhD, I'll probably cry so yeah. I was like I'm just gonna get my head together and come back um, and the whole reason so I was streaming two days in the week uh, I think it was Tuesday no Tuesday Thursday Friday and Sunday Yeah. so I was streaming four days so then what I ended up doing was I sat down with Rob and I was like I know it's not gonna be ideal because it's my weekends off but I love streaming I love the community I've established I don't want to sacrifice that yeah But I am only, and I knew moving to weekends was gonna be slightly detrimental to me because people go out, people have a life and that's fine. Um, But I I needed to do what worked for me and moving to Friday, Saturday and Sunday was, is what works best because I can now write, uh, I can write late into the night, Monday through to Thursday, Friday I can, um, what is it on a Friday that I can do? um Friday um so I can I can do some editing so it's like not like a busy busy schedule um on a Friday so it means like the day's been quite relaxing it's not been as hectic because I'm not writing and then having to get ready to stream um my partner has been a massive help as well I think if it wasn't for Rob um I would have probably, I I might not still be streaming. Um, So we moved in together in March, like end of February, March. And he's been an absolute godsend, God love him. Um, He does like, if I'm writing late, he'll cook for me and bring me food up. So I don't have to stop writing to go and cook. So he'll make sure that I'm eating. He'll make sure that I'm having regular breaks. There'll be, if I'm streaming, um, He like I stream till late at night and sometimes he's got work the next day. He sleeps with earplugs in so that like I don't have to monitor <laughs> my voice. Can I have um, a rob? Yeah. <laughs> so he'll sleep with um, earplugs in so that I don't disturb him. Uh, but also so I can continue to stream because I'm naturally quite loud. Uh, I'm hearing impaired so I don't know how loud I actually am but <laughs> apparently I'm quite loud when I'm streaming. Um, he will clean the house. Um, and I mean, this boy works himself. Um, there's days where like, I think he's got a week off now, but before that he was working nine days in a row mm. and he works, um, as a manager in an Asta. So he faced like dealing with customers all day, every day, essential services throughout the whole pandemic has never had a break and he's just been and ap- he's been amazing. He'll come home from work, and I'll have, I'll have been writing all day, and he will sit and listen to me, talk and like read it to him and give me feedback. And he's just done a full day of work. I'm gonna Aww. cry. It
3: sounds amazing.
1: He, he's, <laughs> an, he's an absolute godsend. Bless
3: him. It, it's, the,
1: it's the cooking for me. That I love because I hate cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I'm I'm not a big fan of it. <laughs> it's not a big um, fan of
0: you to be fair
3: usually i can do it but last week i thought i would i I would make the dinner and it was a fry and it was extra fat bacon and Eden came into the kitchen and the oven was on fire literally on fire (gasps) not joking
1: i was like (laughs) i caused more stress than i was not to brag or anything, but our meals on Thursday and Friday. Oh, my God. I have to talk about them because they're be great. <laughs> the Thursday, we had uh chicken with fried onions, fried peppers, and, like, cheesy pasta sauce, uh, oh. obviously with pasta. And then Friday night, he made steak, a salad with vinaigrette, on chia butter with peppercorn sauce. Oh,
3: my and God. And I came downstairs
1: and was like, I don't have to do anything. It's all done. <laughs> I'm awesome. I'm That's awesome. class. <laughs> Ryan forgets
2: to get milk, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <my laughs> I I I am I'm Ryan in this, in,
1: this, in,
3: this, in this. I am the Ryan. No, Aiden, to be fair, is really good. He does all the cooking and stuff like that. So he, he, he is a Rob. I'm going to put it out there. He is a Rob, so... Yeah. However, the, the meals that I prepare are can't just be as spectacular. <laughs> oh, yeah, to say it sir.
0: <laughs> Sense of defeat in her eyes sir uh, <laughs> there.
3: <just>, oh. <laughs> so we're it's kind of the last question of like the deep questions and then we're gonna have a a little bit of fun a little more fun questions that we can you know open <laughs> we're open um just because you used to have the uh mental health tag on your streams and you're a huge advocate as as should everybody be but um in your experience how has streaming affected your own mental health because i know with viewers and followers they drop and can increase and stuff like that so it can take a toll Mm -hmm. so how has it affected yours do you think
1: Uh, so (laughs) i removed the mental health tag from my streams because i found since i've removed it i have not had this experience anymore so i do think it stems from the mental health tag because it seems very coincidental that the minute i get rid of it I've never had that experience yeah um yeah I I suffer from mental health myself I have depression and anxiety and I'm on medication for that I'm more than happy to always uh talk to people about mental health but I don't think streams are for that Mm. unless they specifically have it in their title that it's a because I do know a few streamers that do like mental health mondays things like that where people can come in and talk about mental health um the services and they'll discuss things and I think that's amazing but if a stream is not got that in its title do not come in and start trauma dumping because mm. at the end of the day you don't know what the stream is going through you don't know what people in their chat are going through you trauma dumping could uh, trigger the streamer it could trigger the people in the chat we're not therapists I, I've said this before, I'm a 26-year-old woman playing games on the fucking internet. I'm trying to have fun, I'm trying to have fun with my community, I don't, it mentally drains me and impacts me seeing um, people threatening, like I've had people threaten to, trigger warning, um, kill themselves in my chat, yeah. and that mentally impacts me because I come off stream going, oh god, I have no way of knowing if this person's okay.
2: Yeah,
1: I yeah have never no hear from them me. again. Like, yeah. like... No. <laughs> no, way of knowing if they're okay. I don't know who they are. I can't phone anyone. Um, I've had people lie about like being in that position, and they've been caught in a lie because they've come into my streams again and come out with a completely different story. And I'm like, well, I was like, make your mind up. I did have to ban someone as well that was pretending to be his wife, and him and his wife would have weird little conversations in the chat. And would consistently make up weird little stories. He would always go on about like he would always start arguments with people. He would um what was the other thing he would do? He would drag the mood of the stream down. And yeah. it was getting to the point where I was anxious about streaming. So I was like, oh God, is he gonna show up? Yeah. And he showed up to every stream, which is great. We love supportive people but not when they're dragging down the whole entire vibe of the stream. Yeah. So it did get to a point where I just banned them because they were just causing so many issues. I had people coming to me being like, I don't feel comfortable in your stream anymore. And I'm like, wow, I was like, this is impacting my stream. This one person's impacting my stream to the point that people don't want to come to my streams anymore because of this. Yeah. So, um, I did ban him, and I know people will be like, "Well, why didn't you talk to him?" I was like, "Because I have mentioned, be- I had mentioned previous times. Please, stop trauma yeah. dumping. There's,
2: just, there's some people that just don't get it through their head, like, and they just they just love. I don't know the attention or whatever mm. like, there's something that they get out of it and it's just like this isn't normal please yeah. like we're trying to just play video games on the internet
1: yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm not medically I've, I've said this yeah. to people I'm we're not, not medically qualified no. I, I, I said to somebody when they came in and I said I'm not medically qualified if you're feeling that way I think you need to go and speak to a doctor or a therapist not in a mean way I just am not professionally um equipped yeah to with this. god forbid you
2: say something slightly yeah. wrong and yeah. something happens it's like that's on you yeah,
1: like, yeah. It's like, well you feel like no, it's on so, you, you. The, so, so there was that yeah <laughs> but there's there's also the thing as you mentioned with views i know a lot of people at the minute are um and, and it impacted me too because i mean i was sitting regularly between be- be- so when I was part of this Support for Support Discord, I was on about 34 viewers. Um, and then after that, I dropped to about 15, built myself back up to 24. And then when COVID ended, the, um, like the COVID bubble is what they call it, um, people were able to go see friends, see family, go out and do things they weren't able to do before. Yeah. And because of that, um, every- everyone's numbers have dropped, not just mine, everybody's has. There's some days I'm lucky to hit twelve, and there's some days where I do really well, and that's amazing. But it does take a toll on you mentally because in your head you're like, well, what am I doing wrong? Are my times not accessible? Is my content boring? Do people not enjoy me? Um, what what is it I'm doing? I created that feedback channel to be like, guys, you know, if you need, if if there's anything that I can do to make my streams better, please tell me. Um, and then everybody was dead nice. And I was like, stop complimenting me. This isn't what this is for. <laughs> I was like, I love it, but stop. I was like, I was like I, I'm asking for feedback. And they are like, no, you're doing everything's fine. And I'm like, <laughs> but, it, but it's, it's I, I know that it's to do with people going out. Right. And I, the way I see it is I was really mentally affected by numbers because I was like, I got it into my head that it was me, that I had done something. But speaking to other streamers, there was, uh, there's streamers I know that were hitting partner, that their numbers have massively dropped now. So they're nowhere near partner now because um, everybody's going out and doing, um, doing things. Um, There's streamers that hit partner during the COVID boom that are now struggling Mm -hmm. to make ends meet because they went full time and the numbers aren't there anymore. Because, again, people are enjoying the nicer weather as well. And the thing is with Twitch, I think there's always dips in summer and then it builds back up in autumn and winter again, and then dips in summer again, because obviously once the weather gets nice, people are wanting to go out. And I think because we've been in such a lockdown as well, that's exacerbated the situation Mm -hmm. because obviously there's, there's now this mad rush to go out. And I think it will calm down and the numbers will begin to settle. Like I've seen the numbers beginning to get like a little bit higher than they were. And I'm like, okay. You know, things are settling. Things are, you know, working their way out, and that's fine. Um, but I, I just, I think the best thing to remember is uh, the, how I put it into perspective and rationalized it was: if I'm not willing to cancel a night out to sit in and watch somebody stream, why should somebody do the same for me? Yeah, they shouldn't. No. If I'm not willing to do it, then why should I begrudge other people? for doing the exact same thing that i would do
2: yeah, yeah. like everyone has a life so
1: oh exactly
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's the that's the end of the serious stuff yeah
3: yeah We're we get to have, have some fun questions.
0: <laughs> right these might come at you a bit quick fire so you'll <laughs> just... so be ready um,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> first up horror horror or comedy
1: Comedy.
0: Favorite movie? <laughs> <laughs> Hard one. Oh, I don't know. The
1: Grinch. The, the Grinch? Grinch. The Grinch. <laughs> Jim Carrey's The Grinch.
3: What? Yeah. Not, I, I would not why. have expected I just expect love that, that film. It's a good film, but I never would have expected it. It's just.
1: That. It's, it's. It's. It's just Jim Carrey's Grinch. It's just. I, like I love that film as a kid, so I think yep. that gives me a lot of nostalgia when I watch it. And I don't know what it is about his. It's just I see myself in like the, as an adult in a lot of ways. So <laughs> like, hate, 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 double hate, love entirely. I'm like, oh my god, it's me. And it's like, oh, um, what was it like self, like what something to do with self-loathing? And he's like, I can't cancel that again. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> And also the clothes
3: part where he's like, I don't like any of this, I'm not going. (laughs) It's like, that's me on a night out. Yeah. Yeah. nothing looks good and he's like, "Mm, uh Uh ah,
1: that's it, I'm not going. Yeah.
3: That's me like every night, it never gets better.
1: <laughs> baby Grinch is like the cutest thing. and no, he's, he's, he's not. not. He is. He's, he's so, so cute. Ugly, ugly baby. He's, he's adorable. So and I always get really upset when he runs away because I'm like, why did nobody look for him? He's a child, so he just shuffles so run away. And, <laughs> and, and that, he, that teacher was nobody, so mean. Looks for him. And he also had lesbian swinger moms. So yes. I stand that.
3: Yes. But also the teacher did nothing for the bullying. I'm like, you just laughed at him with the rest of the kids, you bitch. That's
2: standard. standard. I know, but like,
3: I would never (laughs) do that.
1: (laughs) But he just disappeared. And there was no, like, searching for him. They were just like, oh, yeah, he's on bound compass, leave him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) wow. What is the Scene where the baby, it, the baby Grinch is eating the Santa plate, and he just goes, Santa, <gasps> yeah, bye-bye. and I'm like, so cute, it's adorable. Don't give me and a baby, he's, it and he's like, Oh, what a lovely family heirloom, and then starts smashing it off, and I'm like, Oh.
3: Yes, violence, yeah. chaos. I um, yeah, it's me. It's just like, uh don't give me a baby, <laughs> just give me a Grinch, a baby Grinch. That's fine. I I will happily yeah. parent the baby Grinch. No, I'm
2: looking, I'm looking at <laughs> a picture of baby Grinch right now, and it's honestly terrifying. <laughs> no,
3: it's so cute. It's, so cute. <laughs> it's, so cute. it's I love
1: adorable. It <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. Deep stuff. We're now relating to the Grinch. <laughs> Yes. Its eye,
2: its eyebrows shouldn't be like that. Neither should its mouth. It's cute. it's how adorable!
3: Did I not judge him for how he looks.
1: Why? Movies about not judging people for
3: what they look like. <laughs> why did they That's not? Me. Why did they not make a baby Grinch? They made fucking Furbies Make me a baby Grinch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so I not <laughs> I would, I would I'd pay so it. many <laughs> monies to get that. I want, you know, the people that make the reborn dolls. I'm gonna get one to make a fucking baby Grinch.
3: Oh, they creep me out though. Those Terrifying. those reborn baby dolls. They're.
1: I th- I think it. I think if it looked at me uh, for too long, I might be a bit concerned. But I mean, but baby Grinch is adorable.
2: Do they make Oh my god! Mm. Well, you heard it here first, folks. You know what you want for Christmas. <laughs>
1: if someone got me that for christmas i'd, I'd be equally terrified but also delighted. Um, Snowflake just, just looked it up,
2: it they up. Do exist. yeah they do exist Snowflake just did exist. you can get like a newborn baby i want one. Oh my god
0: that's the most horrifying thing i've ever sure seen in my the, life sure all right cover. let's just make sure exactly not.
3: it's
1: adorable <laughs> i want one <laughs> Cute. that's going on my list. That it's so ugly it's cute it's a bit like a punk look at that they're so ugly they're cute look at that Look. Oh. Uh, oh i i want one now
3: i want one i mean it's better than the porcelain dolls Me, I, had I, I had as a think child we should
1: get get one and then take it to meet dusty for
3: days yes yes can we do that Double can baby we
1: grinch. can
3: we have like a baby grinch play date with dusty <laughs>
1: nice little picnic And she turns up And there's just like, <laughs> two baby Oh yeah <laughs> two. Let's do it Okay she us look this. at that And be like I'm <laughs> fucking off I'm done I think and they're like Talking to these women again right? I think they're like Under 20 quid as well So I'm like Yes <laughs> I know what I'm buying Yeah
3: <laughs> I just got a tax rebate That's going on the Grinch
0: <laughs> Well
1: I think she's like, why have I brought these two people
0: together? I think our invite to live in Dusty's house is now expired. Yeah,
2: because the baby Grinch is just gonna be Stirring at her all the time. <laughs> yeah, there, there is no, there's gonna be no baby Grinch in my house. I'm sorry, that's that's the rules.
1: There sorry. is,
3: there is. I will win you over.
1: You <laughs> can hide it; it's
3: fine. I will grind you. <laughs> just hide
1: it in a wardrobe. <laughs> then she opens it and he's creeped out. <laughs> Say, say that you and Aiden have had a surprise child And when she looks in the crib It's just baby green
3: <laughs> Just one dare say it just say and then when, I know
1: when she I know when she's like You can't live here with that You're like but this is, my, this is our baby is our you discriminate against him Yes <laughs> I did she know has to let you, Or she's being greenest
2: <laughs> Greenest
1: Okay you got me there being greenish against the green. Yes, oh my god. Just because he doesn't look like a regular not <laughs> his fault, he's different. Now, swiftly
0: moving on. Um, favorite T V series. Grinch the anime of the series.
1: <laughs> uh I have two. Can I can I do two? You can do
0: two. Yeah. So one's that. animated and one's
1: well yeah it's not yeah so um I, I i fucking love peep show i absolutely adore peep show that's so like good. my comfort series like if i want something on in the background that i don't really have to pay attention to is peep show um and i still laugh at it even though i've seen it numerous times <laughs> oh, it's so good it's so i fun. haven't actually seen i peep see show. i see myself in jeremy and mark and i'm like, hey, yeah. You need to watch peep show. It's so good. Yeah, I, I've mommy. never watched don't it.
3: Mommy. <laughs> I, I don't I'm know sorry, why.
1: That's so not Rainbow Rhythms. <laughs> 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 Honestly, it's on Netflix. It's great. Um, yeah, okay, that's tonight's you, bar it. then. <laughs> it's like real quick.
3: I get hooked easily. And then my... F-
1: <laughs> and then my favourite other TV show has to be Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. Okay. I love Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, I I think I first watched it when I was like 14, 15 and then I will routinely once a year end up watching it again just to like catch up. And then me and Rob have arguments because there's Avatar Last Airbender and then there's Legend of Korra, which is like their sequel. And Rob will argue that Legend of Korra is better. I tell him he is respectfully wrong. Um, <laughs> that he doesn't have the bye, same bye, depth bye. Or, ca- or character motivation <laughs> as, uh, as Avatar Last Airbender. It doesn't have as many redeemable characters, but hey, he, he can be in his bed of wrong and it's fine. Um, but yeah, that that's one of my favorite shows. I, I I don't know what it is. It it's just it's that right combination of like fantasy, but it's not set in the modern era. Because I kind of like not moderny things. Like I'm like I live in the modern world. I don't really give a shit. I, I want to watch like historical reenactments and things like things like that. Yeah. Or like nature documentaries, unless it's not David Attenborough. I'm I'm weird. I, I can't watch a nature documentary, and I'm gonna offend someone here. I know it. I can't watch a nature documentary if it's an American.
3: Oh, that's that's I fair. I, I find
1: it's it, it's very it's very exaggerated. Yeah, they, in your face, right now. Look at these animals. Look at this elephant.
0: Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. It, it's like
1: not as informative because they're like trying to make a drama out of things. I'm like, I, don't, I just give me facts about this animal. <laughs> I don't care and they're doing like all these like zoom shots zoom shots look at his teeth and I'm like cool give me you know like I miss Steve Irwin what the fuck where's, where's Steve Irwin? I need mean, another Steve Irwin and then David Attenborough is a national treasure and he's not allowed to die because that's going to absolutely <laughs> devastate me uh, yeah. he's the nation's granddad um but I always tend to find that like British documentaries it's very soothing Hmm. voice but it's it's soothing but it's engaging still because it's like the the cinematography is so much better and it's a cinematography that grabs you and then you've got the soothing voice giving you facts and you're like yes i'm engaged i'm entertained like keep doing this whereas americans just no Mm -mm. i've i've never i'm i'm I'm, I'm gonna upset someone i've never actually watched david attenborough you
3: have Um... actually have I? You, definitely you haven't have. seen anything. Let's be honest here. Yeah, Carrie, like... shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just documentaries. Unless documentaries are about like murder or crime or like something like that, I'm. Not... Oh, I
1: do love true crime.
3: Yeah, like mm-hmm. I studied criminology and criminal justice at uni like years ago, so like that is something I've always been interested at. So. That's the documentaries I kind of watch. I don't really watch nature ones. I kind of like um, like who? Who's the one we're watching I... with the comedian? What? The documentary where he travels. I've just confused him now. Oh, oh Jack, uh, is Jack is it, Whitehall. Jack
1: Whitehall.
3: That one and the other one with the guy at the it card. I'm so bad oh, with names. Richard, Iowattie, Richard Travel man. I like that kind of thing. See, oh. I like.
1: Um, I like Carl Pilkington's um, travels because he's yeah. from the north of England and he's not like that far from like where my mom's from. So it just like he's, he's Mancunian. So like a lot of what he comes out with because I lived in Salford for like three years is just so cliche Manchester that it just it sends me it, it, it's just he's so dumb. But also not dumb at the same time. <laughs> like he—he's very aware, but he comes out with the dumbest stuff. Um, it's a bit like if you watch Rooster Teeth, Gavin Free—he's Free, exactly. so dumb, but he's also not a—he's du- not dumb. He just comes out with dumb stuff, and it's hilarious.
2: <laughs> I, I love uh, Carl. Whenever he went to the Great Wall of China and was like, "It's just like the it's, it's all right," yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> it was on for a bit too. I, mean, I, I went to China and went to the Great Wall, and I was like.
1: You know all these, right? Yeah. There's nothing interesting. He says the the things that nobody else would be willing to admit. Yeah. Mm. Like he um it was like he went to was it Machu Machu Picchu Mm -hmm. and he climbed up and he said, Oh yeah, like the view's spectacular, but imagine climbing all this and there's a fucking um bulldozer blocking your view and it yeah. was just a bulldozer at the top of the thing and he started going imagine that you've done all this work and there's a bulldozer there
2: or like all the rubbish in egypt as
1: well just yeah. the hermits and like yeah. look at that over there and uh when he was in india and he was just like what uh, he was like what is going on and he was like relaxing they were like no you're gonna go do this and he's like but i don't want to go do that I was like, i'm enjoying i'm finally enjoying myself to do something. but i just i it, it was season three with uh warwick davis and Ricky Gervais was on about like this traveler that used to travel with his cat. And Carl was like, if you offered me a cat, I'd do a swap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get rid of Warwick. <laughs> and they went to like a dwarf village. and oh my uh, God, it was so cringe. And Carl was like, oh, um, you know, do you have a house like that? And Warwick was like, you do realize like they're exploiting um, us here. Like they're making it seem fun, but they're actually exploiting us um i think it was in china um and they're exploiting small people to make it seem like oh look they're like munchkins things like that like munchkin land and it it was really derogatory and uh, you know the people were pretending to enjoy it but i'm like i'm pretty sure they don't enjoy it it's just they they're making money doing it and that's the only reason they continue to do it but carl didn't quite seem to grasp why warwick was upset by it (laughs) And then there was um, a scene where there's like a kite and Warwick's strapped into it and Carl keeps like pretending to like he's going to let go and Warwick's like, don't, don't. Just a combination of them two is hilarious. Oh, right. and-
0: Last one of the quick fire ones that didn't turn out to be as quick fire as expected. expected. <laughs> um, Favourite music.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Oh, don't worry. That's why we're here. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Pop punk i mean just anything alternative yes. rock and pop punk i still listen to the same music that i listened to at 15. same which is usually linkin park because i mean
3: yeah it's linkin park it's timeless you don't need to say anything like else like <laughs> what about all 10 low it's like <laughs> i love all 10 um right, uh what part of a kid's movie completely scarred you? <laughs> We're going back kind of into deep
1: one. <laughs> a little bit. Ooh. What kids movie scarred me? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what mine
2: oh, would be. I've got
3: one Lamb before
1: time when his mom dies.
3: Oh. I haven't seen Lamb
1: Before Time. Oh that's I'm sorry, my that's hot. That's why i catch. Oh it. It's like it follows the story of this like little um, dip, little little brachiosaur or Diplodocus. whatever. I think it's a Brachiosaur, isn't it, Dusty? Yeah,
2: the big long necks. Yeah, long <laughs> necks. That's what they call them. Is,
1: it follows little fit. That's what <laughs> they call them in the show, long necks. Yeah, bit. long necks. <laughs> it follows Little bit on his like journey and his dad's already gone and it's just like him, his mom, and his grandparents. And then his mom saves him from, like, a T-Rex, and she dies. <gasps> and he's begging her to come back. And I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, Mom, get up, get up. And she won't get up. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, Lion King all over again. I'm uh, emotionally scarred, and yeah. I hate it. Oh, um, worse, worse
2: than Disney, it, it, though.
1: It was worse than Disney because it lingered. They, they were yeah. having a conversation um, because, like, she's injured and she can't get up, but she's trying to, and... He's coming to the realisation that his mum's dying. And I'm just like, oh my God, my heart has been ripped from my chest. I can't watch it. Um, it, For that, it's a kid's film, but that's on par with me with Seymour's dog from Futurama. Um, we, We were watching Futurama and that episode came up and I made Rob skip it. And Rob kept talking about Seymour about like waiting for his owner i started crying and i was like i don't even have to watch the episode just you talking about it over and over and over again has triggered it and i've just cried i can't i can't no mine's mine's a
2: generic one mine was uh watership down
1: (gasps) i never watched it because i knew that it was like i heard i heard horror tales yeah it was bad
2: like the animation style is gritty to begin with and then it gets into the fight scene with all the rabbits and just the blood and every the flash cuts it oh it's
0: brutal how is this recommend. a
2: kids' film
3: yeah i don't yeah i've heard yeah i've seen clips of that and i'm like no <laughs> i cried everything so no
1: so somebody this. someone yeah this is appropriate for children it's fine yeah let's
2: teach those kids a lesson
1: how dare they
3: uh mine's a weird one i don't know like every time i talk about it to people they don't know what it is and it's really weird because it's a disney horror movie i think it is or it was i don't know i did see that that you made me watch yeah but watching it as a kid the watcher in the woods is so creepy it's if if you if you have a chance to watch it, watch it. The name's it.
1: familiar, but I've never watched it.
3: It's so fucking creepy. It's it's terrifying. I I'm almost sure it's Disney. Yeah, it is Disney. But it's like a horror. Well, I know
1: what I'm googling.
3: Honestly, seriously, watch it. it took and like I.
1: Seventies, wasn't
3: it? Yeah, I. It was. Um, I've got it up 1980, and I watched that when I was about. Oh, okay. I think eight. Between six to eight ages because it was Disney, um. But w- honestly, watch I mean, it. It's horror. The seventies had
1: no chill in general. No. Like the police couldn't even catch serial killers in the seventies. I mean... <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: no chance. So they're gonna put a horror movie on for kids. I don't even know what the it's PG. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fucking PG. Watch that movie what? and see if it's PG. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's a horror it's movie for not kids. <laughs> But it's,
1: like, honestly... Break in early. Trauma, t- Trauma yeah. quick.
3: <laughs> it's, like, it's got a lovely ending to it, to be fair. But, like, the horror that you go throughout the movie is just terrifying. Watch it. Watch it. Honestly. Right. um, I know because you're a massive Pokemon fan, you've got a few Pokemon beside you there, and mm. you're playing Pokemon at the minute. Well, yeah. you were, I think. I don't know if you are now. But, um, you were. (laughs) What is your favorite Pokemon and why (laughs) you were? Charmander? Yeah. Yeah, you can't really see it in the, like... I mean, oh, wait, you can't see it. Ah. No, no. Hang on. There we go. (laughs)
1: It's my boy. My boy. Do
3: you have a reason or do you just like Charmander?
1: Yeah. So the first game I ever played was uh, Pokemon Red on my auntie's Game Boy when I was about four. And I didn't really know what I was doing because obviously four years old. Poker, like if you play OG Pokemon, it is brutal. And I don't know how we ever did it as kids and um, thought that it was easy because it's definitely not um, easy at all. No. I was replaying it and I was like, how the fuck did I have the <laughs> attention span for this? But, I know. Um, Cause they, Cause, they had to make they had to make them easier because you play the remastered or like Pokemon Fire Red and it's like oh it's not that bad. <laughs> um, but you play OG and you're like I'm grind I was grinding because I picked Charmander. <laughs> I was grinding for nearly two hours trying to level and I'm about to take on the first gym. and oh. I was like this is this is ridiculous. Yeah. What I did in two hours you could do in about fifteen minutes with a Bulbasaur or a Squirtle and I was like. This this guy makes you work for it. <laughs> um, but this was the this was the first Pokemon that I ever picked, and it's just it's it's like my little comfort game and like my comfort character. So I've just ended up having a, an affinity for him. But he like bubbles his head like that. I'm the same
2: with Bulbasaur because <laughs> Bulbasaur was my first one.
1: See, yeah, it's it's like a nostalgia thing that you cling mm-hmm. to. Like oh, and I also have. Chunkachu. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I made him, when I made him, they said, like, how big do you want to go? And I said, as big as Gem 1 Pikachu. And he does have a birth certificate called Chunkachu. Yay! Oh, that's this, class. this is Rob's, but um, it's it's mine now.
3: <laughs> I've just claimed it as my own.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's mine now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right sophie my precious what is your drink of choice like when you're streaming oh, like oh. dr pepper dr pepper dr. always Ooh. um okay i'm gonna do like a quick fire uh because we know that you're streaming after this so yeah you don't well want to i need to eat and uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um i'm gonna i'm gonna skip to um if you could bring back any fashion trend that's buried in the depths of you know history what would you bring back <laughs> <laughs> Ooh! because candy King that was on our first episode he said that he would bring back emo
1: oh are we on about like a genre are we on about like like a specific like clothing anything. Yeah, whatever if yeah. you bring
2: back anything if, if I, you bring... like
1: jelly shoes for adults i think they should i think they should hmm. be like they were actually really comfy as kids are, yep and they were sparkly and you get them in pastel colors you get them in any I know colour. they do make them for adults now, but it, it's it's looked Speed. at weirdly yep. if you get
3: them. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it makes it's sense. A like,
2: thing. We, I, I pretty much lived in jelly shoes too. Jelly shoes? Yes. Especially yeah. at the beach. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. we're going to karaoke, right? What do you pick? What song is your karaoke song?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need a hero, but the Shrek version. <laughs> <laughs> yes! It <laughs> the, the, has to be the Shrek 2 version oh so good oh, but i do sound like a drowned cat so it's fine <laughs> well
2: um cuckoo have just opened up a karaoke bar and you can rent it out for two hours
1: this is how i get banned so
3: is that what we're <laughs> doing cuckoo. when
2: we get home
0: <laughs> oh dear god no oh please so what please I was, no i was
2: thinking because when we plan the meetup yeah when we plan the meetup we could go to the karaoke bar
3: Um, do I want my fellow streamers? They also have,
1: like, arcade and things.
3: Yeah, but do I want my, like, fellow streamers to hear me sing?
1: That's a bad idea. (laughs) Doesn't
2: matter you're doing it. You can sing,
3: Dusty. That's not fair. (laughs) You (laughs) You actually have a good voice.
1: (laughs) Um. Uh, you, You know that Cuckoo have a, like... Game section They have yeah. games all over Cuckoo It's so mm-hmm. good
2: Yeah Cuckoo is just It's the gift that keeps on giving
1: <laughs> unless, unless he's on about the karaoke bar He might not have known about the karaoke bar Yeah
2: I
3: think it might have been because Is that only new that they're opening up is that recent?
2: Yeah like literally they opened it up last week Oh, oh, class. oh yeah.
3: cool. Oh my god I actually kind of want to Because I do yeah. like karaoke I'm just horrible at
2: it <laughs> Dane. Yay, we can be horrible together What's so the great. point of karaoke yeah, Not Yay. for you What if we go we after have, you don't <laughs> You don't you don't have to be good To do karaoke,
3: it's about the fun And banter
2: I, know, but and, like,
0: I have fun being good at things
3: I yeah, know Dusty fucking <laughs> is a good singer So fuck you <laughs> You bitch <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's uh, like wow what did I do to deserve this
3: <laughs> Right you can have one game character As your imaginary friend Who do you choose and why
1: <laughs> Charmander, because he can burn things I knew
3: it was going to be t- <laughs> <laughs> I
1: knew it Like if somebody annoys me I can just get him to burn them And it's fine Because <laughs> it, it, they can't see him But just because he's imaginary doesn't mean that he can't actually Commit arson
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then you might
1: be blamed, though.
0: Yeah, you always seem to be around when yeah. all these arsons happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so is it? So, so the question will be: Is it me or is it Charmander that's doing the arson? Because if he's imaginary, is it really me that's doing it?
2: <laughs> that's for the court to decide. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna
0: leave <laughs> that there. <You're> <laughs> the uh, if you were a ghost and could possess one part possess one person uh oh no if you're a ghost and you possess people what would you make them do
1: <laughs> oh it would have to be someone that was close to Jeffrey Epstein so I would find all the documents to release everybody that was in that, that uh, child sex ring in Hollywood
3: that's such would, a good I answer
1: I, would <laughs> I yeah I, I, would le- I would be someone that was close enough that they could get the files without ever being suspected, and just leak everything to every media source ever, so that all the names of everyone who participated in would be out there for everyone to see, and all the victims would be believed and be able to testify against them. That's. I mean,
3: that's such a good yeah, idea. I think even... that would be
1: a cool way to do it. So good. <laughs> Most people like would reply
2: a stupid answer. Oh, I'd make a. Um someone uh
1: put put cream on their face so he's like i will reveal a king star <laughs> ring in hollywood <laughs> yes <laughs> even in death, i will empower women
0: <laughs> really funny. Uh, who would be who is your favorite streamer to watch
1: i have two um,
0: yeah you can have more so
1: they're they're not big streamers i don't, I, I don't tend to watch big streamers, I tend to watch like smaller streamers, um, so one of them would be Koala. Um, he has really, really cute Koala bear emotes. A lot of his alerts are personalized, like there's uh, one of him in a blonde wig doing like, a dramatic turnaround. <laughs> and there's just so much thought put into like his content. Um, he's such a genuine down to down-to-earth person when I had my week off he was one of the first people to reach out to me to make sure I was okay um he he's just everybody that comes in he is so happy to see you so interactive and he also plays a lot of story-based games and he is one he is like the only streamer that could play Call of Duty and I will still show up and watch him (laughs) because I enjoy him as a person yeah so it doesn't matter what he's playing I'm going to enjoy it because of him that's my craze. Yeah. Is,
2: because yep. there's sometimes like there's some games that I just can't watch.
1: Call like, of Duty is one of them. Yeah. Yep. And then the second would be Sailor, would be Sailor Peach. Uh, she was in the chat earlier. I don't know right. if she's still here. But she is such a wholesome being. She plays like such feel good games, uh, like Saju Valley, Hollow Knight, uh she's been playing Spirit so, like indie kind of cute games um she's also just so down to earth she has the cutest cat like tally and tally just chooses violence all the time (laughs) um but when i'm working i will usually have uh peach on in the background because she's just her voice is so chill she's so interactive and hyped for everyone that comes in she also did a charity stream to raise awareness for um oh i don't know if i'm gonna say right fibrin
2: Fibromyalgia,
1: myalgia? myalgia. I can't say it Fibromyalgia f- or something oh, like that. Honestly. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. It might have been fibromyalgia. I could be saying it wrong. Um, but she. It's something that she personally deals with, and um, she's in, and it, you know, um, it affects her streaming and things like that. So she did a week-long charity stream and streamed longer than she would usually to raise money. Um, for that, and she she's such I, I love every time I go in. She's so excited to see me, and it, it just I could be having the shittest day, but one minute of me saying hi and hearing her excited response instantly lifts whatever mood I'm in. Because she she's just such a sweet person. She really is.
3: I actually did. She loves all the love. I actually did make it into the end of one of her streams, and she was showing the kitty. And I was just like oh my god And she is Kelly? like Yeah and like she, she didn't know me at all Or anything like that But she made me feel like welcome She made, she was so friendly Like hyped that I came in her chat And was yeah. so apologetic that she was ending her stream I'm like no it's fine <laughs> It's okay I'll
1: just she, get the next she, one She she acts as if you've always been there Yeah
3: And it's like oh my god that's so which, nice which, which is how you want to feel
1: Yeah, Yeah definitely Definitely. Yep. She's just a sweet. She's just a, and she's such a good friend as well. Um, you know, again, she as soon you know she's in my Discord and when I announced I was taking a break, uh, the first thing she did was send me a DM and say, if you need anything, let me know. Even if you just want to like jump on a call and play some games, like, yeah. just, just let me know if you need anything. And honestly, like she's she's just been a very um amazing source of support, especially because. We were in the same sort of discord that I had a falling out with. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's just been nice to be able to speak and have somebody else's perspective on things uh, that maybe I hadn't looked at it that way kind of situation.
3: Um, if you were in control of Twitch, what, like, if you could change one thing about the actual platform as a whole, what would you change? <laughs> so
2: Ho-ho.
1: many things. Um
2: she got some answers for this one guys yeah
1: (laughs) um i think the one thing i would change is accountability for partners i think one of the biggest issue yeah (laughs) one of of the biggest issues with twitch is they have uh terms of service but because partners make them so much money yeah um what ends up happening is it they're allowed that it gets brushed under or they get like a temporary ban it's kind of ushered under the carpet but if you're an affiliate the repercussions of that behavior is so much harsher than it is for partners i don't think that's fair i think if you i think if anything it should be harsher for people that are partner because they are partners with you they represent you like they are representing your company because you have partnered them therefore there should be repercussions there should be accountability there's, um, they, they're slowly doing it now, like with the bands of Amaranth and Indie Fox, but people have been calling for this to be, um, for their behavior to be, have repercussions for well over a year because they've been getting progressively worse with their antics um, because their content is blatantly sexual and it does break TOS. And people have been asking Twitch, you're banning people for doing smaller things but you're not banning these people or if you ban them it's for 24 hours and then they can stream again yeah. so there's no accountability for your partners and there was a guy recently who made partner um on the first day of pride who then um targeted a um drag queen um did a hate did um streamed his content i
2: seen and, that.
1: yeah streamed the, his, streamed the drag queen's content and was spamming with homophobic comments, had his community do the same, basically conducting um, hate towards LGBTQI streamers. Apparently has been doing this for a while and Twitch has done nothing about it. They, he's been targeting like misogynistic towards women, not to mention streaming someone else's content on your stream without their permission breaks terms of service as well. Yeah. Because they're unaware of what's going on and they can't consent to it. Um, if they consent to it, it's fine. So like if you speak to someone on Discord and say if I, like Koala does it, Koala goes on a break and he'll stream one of his friends' video while he's gone for like 15 minutes. But his friends all know that he does that and it's fine. They've given him written permission to do that. Um, He wasn't giving anyone permission. He got banned for a week and had his partner status taken off him within 24 hours. But I don't think the punishment was harsh enough. He got banned for a week and was allowed to come back no, and continue streaming. No. I don't think anyone that does that kind of behaviour should be allowed a platform, as a platform on Twitch with the following that he does yes. to conduct that sort of behaviour. His, his
2: profile should have been deleted.
1: Like it, it, he should have been banned indefinitely. He should no. not have been allowed to come back. No. And I think that is one of the issues with Twitch is that there is um, so for some people they get banned for like the smallest thing. And it will be like an indefinite ban, but it's nowhere near. It's just such a harsh repercussion for what it actually was. Whereas certain behaviors are overlooked and glossed over because they're making the money and right. I, I don't, and, and I know people will argue being like, Oh, but it's a company and they have to prioritize making money. Yes. But if you're prioritizing it at the extent of turning away LGBTQI streamers female streamers because you're making us feel unsafe on this platform because there's no accountability for the people that are flouting rules and even um, turning away affiliates because affiliates don't want to stream with you anymore because they're getting harsher repercussions for the same behavior that they're seeing from other partners which means they're going to think it's okay to do because a partner stream is doing it but obviously it's not okay for them to do it Um, so yeah I I do think there needs to be a harsh uh, there's no reason there should never be a reason why Twitch um, shouldn't put harsher methods. I, I do agree with them doing this cross-platform harassment, so that if you're harassed in Discord, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to do with something to do with streaming or Twitch, uh, you can take that to Twitch and they w- there will be repercussions for that person because it's cross-platform harassment. Yeah. I think that was a great implementation. Um, because a lot of people um, were bit, like, I've had men think it's appropriate to message uh, privately message me on Instagram um, or privately message me on Twitch or privately message me in other platforms when I haven't responded to them and I don't, and, and that's not appropriate. So I like that um, Twitch recognizes that um, other, just because it's a different social media platform doesn't mean that it's not going to relate to their platform do agree with that but i still think they have a long way to go to improve on making um twitch feel safe for women and lgbtq streamers uh without us feeling like we're being penalized for speaking out against it either yeah. so yeah it's just it, it's a complicated issue it is definitely
0: Absolutely. Um so dusty do you want to take the last question a loaded or...
1: question
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: to be fair yes honest um what are the future plans for your channel do you have any plans
1: <laughs> you want to see come to light in the next oh, couple of months um so I, w- I would say more something like i would like to see happen rather than like what i plan to happen because the stuff that i would like to see happen is nothing that i could really plan mm-hmm. because again uh, the nature of twitch is unpredictable like you could be canceled tomorrow and lose all your followers. And I've seen it happen with partner streamers that they've done something controversial and they've lost like their numbers have gone from 150 to 40 people. So I mean, Twitch is temperamental and chaotic. Yeah. Um, You can't predict anything, especially when people have lives of their own as we discussed earlier. Um, What I would like to see happen is eventually, I I would like to see my numbers uh, improve I would, and you know well, not improve because that sounds negative um I'd like to see my numbers go up yeah. I would like to I would like to ha- welcome more people into my community that want to be there on a regular basis um in a couple of years I would like to hit partner if that happens that'd be an amazing achievement but again I'm like I'm not going to stress over it if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't um just mainly I just I'm just going to keep enjoying what I'm doing, enjoying spending time with all the lovely folks and just keep streaming to the darlings. As long as one person turns up, I will continue streaming regardless. So, you know, it it doesn't impact me too much now. Um, Mentally, I've established that, you know, so long as one darling wants to watch me, I'll, I'll continue streaming. If there comes a day where no darlings want to watch me, then (laughs) <laughs> then I'll maybe just think about stopping. But as long as one person shows up, I, I'll continue doing it. So. That would
2: never happen. Yeah, <laughs> no.
1: You never know, one day. Could be controversial. Have, do you have, so like, say
2: someone is just starting Twitch, do you have like one golden rule of advice for them?
1: Always talk, keep talking. Never, never be, sit there quietly. One of the biggest things I've seen, I, I think this is why I've, you know, I've only been streaming, like, so it'll be coming up eight months on the 27th. So I've only been doing this for like seven and a half months. Um, I think the biggest reason for my growth was interactivity and um, talking all yeah. the time. And it didn't, it, because you never know when somebody's lurking. So if somebody comes in and you're just sat there quietly not talking just playing the game there's no reason for somebody to stick around but if you're talking even if it's just about the game like oh i'm gonna go and do this or like ah look at this mission isn't this funny just find it doesn't have to be like i know people that plot like points that they want to talk about in the stream i i don't do that because you know a lot of them tend to be like political and i'm like no i just wing it and Play the game and make conversation based on what I'm playing. If I can relate it to other games that I've played, stuff like that. And you always tend to find that like somebody will come in and engage with what you're saying and talk to you. Nobody wants to join a stream where the streamer is not talking because it's just it's just awkward. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and on that note, invest in a good mic. You can have a shit webcam and that's fine. Um, I had a shit like a shitty webcam for well, until like two months ago when I could afford to upgrade. Um, I had a 20 pound webcam, but my mic was the most expensive part because that's what people are hearing is your mic. Again, it ties into this keep talking, but you need good audio quality. If you have bad audio quality, people aren't going to stick around because it's grating. Video quality you can put up with, audio quality not so much. Perfect. What a a
2: good way to end it then. Yeah. So, Sophie, um, thank you so
1: much for coming on to yeah. the Talk Path podcast. No problem. Thank you very much for having me. It's been so lovely.
0: <laughs> oh, not a bother. Uh, thank you for everyone who's been with us. Uh, anyone who tunes in later on the, the VOD, the upload or the, the podcast itself.
3: Cool. Yeah.
1: Woo! But yes, it's been a pleasure, Sophie.
0: Thank you for being with us. I uh, know,
1: it's been so lovely. I to actually talk to you guys and not just on a chat.
3: I know, <laughs> it's been weird but Can't so nice.
1: Yeah, oh I'm so excited. Pints, pints, pints. Oh, yeah. oh, so many. <laughs> I
2: started. All <laughs> so... right, well, thank you. Goodbye, everyone, and I hope Bye. that you all enjoy your death. Yeah. See you later. See
3: you later. This.
0: Bye.